Yeah, my oh, there we go. Okay, so welcome back to Judging Bouncing Balls. We already got three viewers, and I'm sitting here staring at a blank screen that's not even working. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh, but now it's all working, so that's good. Tell me, how the heck are you? I'm good. I'm real good. You know, end of summer. Time to get back at it for the kiddos. Hey. The teachers. Right. No offense. Hey, no, we're getting back into it. It's going to be good. Uh, we are, like I was just telling you off air, we have sophomores tomorrow at Spash. Sounds like you guys, uh, and, and then we have a Friday off, and then we all come back on Tuesday. Sounds like you got freshmen on Tuesday, and then everybody on Wednesday. So, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Like parochial schools, Notre Dame, and that started last week. Um, I know Pulaski fired up. That's why there's a smile on Paul's face. His house is. Uh, kidless during the day um so it's it's funny how everybody does something different um i'm a fan of getting started early because i think when it comes down to june you know get out get out of school early june yeah don't drag those out um, I'm summer's over i mean once you get to a point in back to school commercials and you got all your school clothes it's time to use them um and then like when i was at northern michigan university we got out mid-may and like it was early because yeah. they wanted kids to go back and get get jobs and you know right so i don't know i'm kind of on that mindset that. too yeah. i would i would yeah. much rather see it be early but unfortunately it seems like now it kind of drags out and i mean there's been what was it last year we because a couple snow days we ended up we were all the way into like june 10th or something like that or what i don't know june 8th or whatever it was so yeah it, you know, the, Paul just said the Plasky Way start before Labor Day and before Memorial Day. That's perfect. I love it. I'm I am fully on board with that. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, kids are back in school. It, it, as a, maybe what we'd say for Paul is when the kids are away, the parents will play. So, <laughs> a lot of vacation <laughs> days next week for Paul. <laughs> So good for the good for Paul and good for all those that are heading back to school. Hopefully, you have a good, successful school year. Enjoy life. Everything's good. Yeah, and the good Lord said, "How about we make it a hundred thousand degrees next week?" Can't wait. It is going to be yeah. It's going to be a hundred degrees basically. I think I saw it's supposed to be ninety eight. We already have the WIA heat advisories. Granted, Monday is a uh, a holiday, so a lot of p- practices are probably late anyway. But they're going to have to be because it's dang hot out. They're going to have to be late in the day. So drink, hydrate, make sure you hydrate all weekend, everybody. I'm going to. I really am. Start early Friday and end late Monday. Nice. So speaking have you, of – Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, have you ever heard of a – like we have snow days – so what if Tuesday it's too hot and it's called the heat day? I mean, if they cancel school because of that, I'm gonna then the, then then I'm gonna need to to rethink life because I have I've never heard of that. Day. Now right? what I what I think could happen is if it got too hot and let's say a transformer blew and then the power went out and you didn't have any power in the school, then you could potentially have something like that. I've heard of something like that happening. I've never, it's never happened to me, but I, I could imagine that that could be a, you know, scenario that it could unfold. I have a couple of buddies in the power business that I could probably tell you what to hit and when to hit it to make it look like an accident. 
You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> actually, actually, now that I think about it, we did actually have a day where we lost power at school. There was, I can't remember what happened, but like half the city went down and Stevens Point was in, or Spash is included in that. But I don't remember what happened. I think we were just in school with no power, if I remember correctly. We just kind of hung out there. So, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, boy. Paul, you know what? I actually, I, I have Tuesday off. That is so weird. So weird. If I don't, I'm probably just take it off. So, Toby and and, uh, and, uh, and Paul are going to be on the boat on Tuesday, if you're not reading the chat. Uh, so, that, that's great. Good for you guys. Really happy just for Just two, two grown chubby men under their shirts off standing in the water. Nothing better. Nothing better. <laughs> hey, Amherst always gets electricity. That town is amazing. Amazing town. Uh, but what do we have this weekend? We got a big soccer tournament. Holy buckets. We got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah, let's, uh, we got the big soccer tournament, Patriot Cup this weekend. See if the mighty uh, loons can get her done. Did you see they moved our games around? 945? Of course they do. That's all the gamesmanship. You know, you got to... Screw with their, their, our minds and bodies a little bit. See if they can get an upper hand advantage. You know how the 09s are. Do you think that's the 09 doing it? I oh, think Eric is. Totally. Uh, Pulling the he's strings. The puppet master. Puppet master. Right? Oh, yeah. For sure. This it's is. Like you guys, yeah. I bet you that's their first game. So we play at 8, 945 and 4, and they probably play at 4 and 8 because it's cooler. Right. I'm sure. They probably they're probably going to bring out. They're probably going to bring out the fire department to do a little practice, wet the field down, you know, do some do some drills out there, and the field will be drenched. Speaking of that, Joe's watching. He's the one that cuts the lawn. I think we need it to go. Like we need that ball rolling. We're a better turf team than then. You think so, we are? Oh, I better. think we're a better grass team. I think we're better all the way around. I'm not going to lie. But my issue is, I don't know how long I'm going to be there. We have a wedding. That's right. Is Macy staying though, right? No, she's going to go to the wedding. Oh. She's not standing up or anything. We just we just believe that when you're invited to a wedding, you should go to the wedding. Fair enough. She, she, there's no way. There's no way she'd ever do that. Um, so she will be there. All right, good. Oh, it looks field, like it say? field six was a little high yesterday. And then Joe says we're a better team, too. So, yeah, well, Joe's not wrong. <laughs> All right. So field that should be fun. It, yeah. Is that our first game? Is the is it? Is no. Gebhardt. OK. We play Iowa 08, I think. OK. So just to bring everybody to speed, last year we played in this tournament. We played the 08s and the 07s. We played up a level. We beat the Iowa State champion to win the tournament. And then they're like, you know what? Now you've qualified to play the 09 team, the younger team. So I'm wondering, last year was kind of a play-in deal, big deal for us to win the, the upper division. So now they're going to go in a lower division. Man, they think highly of themselves down there. Highly. We better win, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, we better. We, uh, we, we have a couple of... Beat the bed. Yeah, we have a couple of injuries, though, don't we? One sprained ankle. Yep. 
And then we have... Where did that come from last night when you texted me? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is Amelia got in, and she's like, oh, Macy has a sprained ankle. I'm like, that sucks. I'm like, wow, that's the second person. That's crazy. And then I texted you, and you're like, I've never heard anything of that. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's not true. <laughs> Which is good. Right. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I was very happy to hear it, because that would not have been good if we'd have had a second sprained ankle, so... So anyways, I have no idea. I, and I asked her, I'm like, who told you that? She's like, I don't remember. I'm like, well, great. That's awesome. Don't. I fake, love my, fake news. Love my daughter to death, but she's never been good with details. They are useless. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we play FC United first game, 945. Make sure you tune in. We'll be streaming that. And then we have uh, 4 o'clock. We have enough time in. Be- so here's what I'm going to be doing on Saturday. We have enough time in between our games that it, when we're done, I'm going to drive to Madison, pick up ice cream for the business, drive it all the way back home, and then come back to Matt to Appleton. So we'll get done about eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Yeah. What's about an hour and a half to Madtown? Yeah. Twelve one. It's back an hour. How long is it from? About an hour and a half back to home. It usually takes me like five, ten minutes at the place. So two thirty. Yeah, and then an hour over. So I'll be back at like three thirty. Paul's is never going to make. If you have one bad thing happen, <laughs> one thing, run. Are you? What car will you take? Oh, I'm living on the edge. I'm taking the taking the van, baby. Two hundred forty thousand miles. What could go wrong? <laughs> It's very. I maybe you'd bring the the Tesla and you could run out of juice. It's a well oiled machine that that it's a two hundred forty thousand on a Honda. You're just getting it into its groove. How great is this? Between my car and your car, we have five hundred and seventy thousand miles. That's pretty good. Like we could go around the world like fifty thousand times. Two forty two is to the moon. Moon and back. We go the moon and back. Dang right. We're back, baby. <laughs> but yeah, two hundred. I just turned two hundred forty thousand. It's like two hundred forty thousand four hundred. So <laughs> go Facebook Live Terror Trip. That's what people want to see is me singing off key to country music, <laughs> or just random thoughts. Are um, you gonna make a kid go with you when you're no, children? No, I'll, I'll I'll hike it on my own. So Paul says I'm never gonna make it. All right, I like this. This is like a like a cannonball run or whatever. Eastbound and down, right? <laughs> Dang right. What's that guy's name? Jerry something. I don't know. Anyways, yes, eastbound and down. Roll it up and trucking. We're gonna do what they say can't be done. Right. Big Dang little right. beer. You want nah. me to lead for you? You want <laughs> me to go real fast and steal Maybe. the cops away and. <laughs> We'll see. I'll, I'll play it by ear because if the game goes long, uh, then yes, it's going to be a little bit too tight. So, Jerry Reed, there you go. I thought it was Jerry something. But yeah, so if, we'll see. But that's the plan. But that's a big gap. Anyways, my point was that's a huge gap that we have from till four o'clock. So, yeah. Anyways, we play at four o'clock and then we have uh, other games on Sunday. So, early Sunday. Or, well, yeah. You don't want to mess around. I mean, it's the Lord's Day. Yeah, get it done. Jeez. Let's go. So hopefully we win a couple, make it to the championship game, take home a trophy, and then uh, celebrate. Dang right. Have you done your volunteering yet? Yeah, I think I'm it, on the board. 
Oh, I voted to. Uh, I voted all board members don't have to do uh, volunteering. I bet you did. <laughs> I didn't. I uh, I do like to stick around and help out when it's feasible. Mm-hmm. The key to volunteerism out there for all you loon parents is take the early setup shift on day two and three of the tournament for the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because you get the golf cart and you drive around and check the garbage bins, and they're all empty from the people the uh, day before, and you end up just driving around drinking coffee. Or the other one is you do the ticket entrance on day two because everybody already has their pass, and it's like, roll it on through. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You just, all right. So, yeah, I'm with but you on vo- that. Volunteers are needed. Um with that wedding, I usually I like to stick around and help if I can, so I'll, I might do that on Sunday. I'm actually but, hoping uh, volunteers we... are needed. Yeah, I'm hoping we can do that net thing again. I, I did that last year where we took down the nets. That actually wasn't too bad. I didn't mind that. I mean, yeah. it, it took a lot of time, but it was, you know, it was pretty. It was pretty good. So. And then usually I do that. I help uh, Joe and Sean paint the lines for State Cup. Oh, there you go. That's a good. That's one. A, that's a good time because there's usually Sean brings a couple beers for the fellas. You know, it's like Shawshank Redemption. I feel we've earned it. <laughs> Shawshank, yes. That's exactly what it's like. That's what I feel like when I work going down there. I feel like prison. <laughs> oh, I don't know why this just popped into my head. But did you did you see the unpopular opinion video that I shared? My like why I I was so, your dog poop yeah and did you know what I saw when I went to practice last night right in front of our porta potties dog poop in a bag what is going on people you got to throw this stuff away I don't understand what is going on how do you take the time to pick it up <laughs> put it in a bag tie the bag and be like you know what I'm done that's it throw I've it in had the- enough of this good deed <laughs> just don't even bag it. <laughs> I mean, when it rains, it dissipates, right? And it disappears. At least that's what I think when my dog poops in somebody's yard. I'm like, eh, fertilizer. Anyways, I, I just... But my dog's little. I laughed because I'm like, seriously, what is going on? But anyways, yeah. It was just so apropos. It was right there. What is Paul talking about? Coral. His wife, Coral, said that volunteerism for the tryout sign up is, Oh, you sit, mm-hmm. you sit in a chair and you just, you write names. That's pretty good. Probably give out, give out numbers. Oh, uh, Joe. You know Coral helped. Joe. He's a, he's Joe's going to do my hours for me. That's what he's saying right there. He says he's going to volunteer for me. Man, that guy loves soccer. I know. Love soccer. He's a good dude. I like it. So anyways, thanks Joe. Joe's the best. I guess I don't have to do my hours. I'm just going to say build Joe. Joe Shear. Right. He is probably going to do that. He would. What a turd. He's got two dogs. <laughs> just going to bag it up all weekend, just throwing it like vehicle. Just grocery bags full of poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anyways. We got a, got a couple of nice topics tonight. Definitely. So why don't you, why don't you start us off with your uh, – you had some research that you were doing. About some different topics. What do you, what did you find out, Toby? So, you know, as I'm looking to book uh, airfare to Orlando, which have you done? Have you looked? Oh, Toby, I have looked, and I, I'm at the stage where I've done so much, and Sarah, Sarah has looked and looked and looked, and she's like, it just keeps going up, 
it just keeps going up. You better book it. You better book it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I haven't booked. I need I to. I'm going to pay for it. I haven't either. Yeah. So, okay, first off, here's my rant. Frontier Airlines can shove a airline ticket square up their back end of their airplane. Because I there was three airline tickets Friday to Monday. Round trip was $128 a piece out of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. No stops. Okay, so I'm like, oh, that's awesome, right? $402 for three flights. And then they're like, oh, would you like to pick your seat? And I'm like, well, I would like to pick my seat because there's three of us. Right. Add, two, add $200 for that. I'm like, oh, would you like to bring a bag? It came to 1250 bucks. It was $800 what? to pick your seats, bring a bag on the airplane, and I think I did check one bag underneath. Just one person check a bag. Everybody had a bag besides a small backpack. It was over twelve. It it, it raised the price eight hundred dollars. Wow! I'm like, what the hell? Now is that kind of are we doing? Is that kind of like well, like Wausau has now direct flight to to Orlando, and they're like one way is forty nine bucks, but that means you can't bring anything. You can't bring a, a bag. If you bring a bag, then it's like I think you get a purse, right, or a small backpack. Yes. Yeah, but if you bring a bag, they charge you. Correct, even a carry on. So that's why I wanted to see what that. Well, if you look, because I would rather drive to Wausau than drive to Milwaukee. Yeah, and that's what we've been looking at. I mean, the prices are still not horrible, even with a bag. I, I want to say it's like two hundred bucks a ticket or something, but yeah, I, no, it's three hundred. I think it's three hundred. But it, it does. It increases the price pretty significantly if you want to even bring a carry on. So, uh, it just. But there is a flight Sunday night back to Milwaukee at like eight forty, and I'm like, then I'd fly in. You'd get in about ten thirty, get home by midnight, and you're back to work Monday. But how do you know when you play? Right. So you, I, I just... I mean, it's not like Green Bay, right? I'm assuming that we can leave early or late on Sunday and we'd be okay, but you never know. So I'll probably fly out Monday morning, get a hotel near the airport Sunday night and just fly back early. Okay, so Joe said... I mean, what's another 200 bucks? Yeah, what's another 200? Joe, Joe says we delete our cookies and look again. So that means they're, they're, they're tracking our cookies and screwing us. Yeah. I do that, but I delete my browser all the time. <laughs> I wonder why. And then Paul, I love, hey. I love this idea. Up UPS all your stuff to the hotel, and then you just fly. That's not a horrible idea, Paul. I get this guy. So I get it. I thought about that today, but then fly, getting it back is the problem. Why? Because you can't ship from the hotel, you'd have to go find a oh drop site UPS store. Yeah, so it wouldn't be the worst because I've heard people ship golf clubs. Because um, that would be a piece of cake. You just take a suitcase, you fill it, you duct tape the heck out of it, hmm. and you ship it. It's like probably a hundred bucks. Hmm. I like it. It's not a horrible idea. Or yeah, no. Hear me out here. Or you watch Friends, right? You do the Chandler and Joey thing. You just put all your clothes on, and you just walk <laughs> on the airplane. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to think. For me and you, what do we need? 
a couple t-shirts. I know. Three pairs of shorts. I know. I, I could do it. Skibbies and it's a toothbrush. I could do it in a backpack because I wore flip-flops. Yeah, I, I, yeah we, we could easily wear a couple of clothes. Or you just, hell, you just buy a few clothes while you're down there. It's cheaper than <laughs> them all down. Uh, right. I love Daytona Beach shirts. <laughs> like, let's do it. Get a nice uh, wife beater so, or something. Yeah, I mean, I, so I don't know. But, yeah, we're going to try to figure out something through that Wausau. If I find anything, I'll let you know. You can drive over to Wausau. Yeah. Hit the Highway 29 ride and get over. I'd rather do that. But I'm also looking at southwest out of Milwaukee. It's like you get two bags. The tickets are $380. It's going to cost me 1100 bucks. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. Agreed. It's either that or you just jump in a car and just drive as fast as you can. 19 hours. I looked at I it. It's New York City. Yeah. Like, if it was me and you, we'd be, we'd be, we'd, we'd drive. Yeah. I know. But I'm not flying my kid and then me drive. That's not how life works. No, that's not no how life way. works. I totally agree. So, anyways, yeah, it's going to be super exciting. But, so, speaking of traveling all over the world, we've had a couple of uh, loons on the 06 team that have signed, uh, commits, committed to colleges. And I was kind of, ex- like, it was a uh, college popped up out of the blue, U, uh, University of Illinois Springfield. Uh, one of Macy's teammates from Bayport, she plays on the 06s, um, signed with them. They're a D2 school. Okay. And then uh, another uh, girl at Appleton North uh, just, uh, I guess, verbally committed there, too. And now there's rumors that a third girl might commit to this college. And I started doing it. Her mom was posting online and some things. And, and it was, uh, they went to a camp. Um, she had also, one of the girls had commits from D1 Eastern uh, Illinois and, and Indiana State. So she had some big time schools looking at her. Um, they went to a camp and they, I guess the Springfield coach was at this camp helping and said, would you guys come to my camp next week? And toured the college, met with players, and they came out with verbals, hmm. uh, commits. So um, kind of a neat story. You know, you, you you look at what we're doing, and we're traveling all over, flying all over to the south, to the to the east, to the west, wherever we're going. And it come, might come down to just going to camp, you know, going to the right camp um, and getting seen that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's, a hundred, that's a $125 camp throwing a hotel room for travel, you know, you're in for 300 bucks and that's what it took. Um, I just wonder what, what well, doing on some of these times. To, I mean, to push back on that, I, I think what you could argue as well, that playing at a high level prepared them to be the players that stood out at an ID camp that allowed them to get that offer. So it's not like the, it's not like the club didn't have any, or the club play didn't have any, uh, benefit, but I get what you're saying. It's like, do you need to travel all over the place? And the thing I would worry about if I'm a school from, let's say I'm from Florida, Florida State, whatever, whatever let's just pick a school that's down in the area that we're going to. Are they going to want to bring in a kid from Wisconsin? Because you never know if that kid's going to get homesick or if they're going to get, you know, they're so far away that they're like, ah, I don't like it. I want to transfer home. You spend all that time and effort on a kid that may end up just abandoning you because. They, they, they're not sure that they're kids, right? They don't know for sure what they want to do and they don't know for sure where they want to live. So you tend to stay in your vicinity or region if you're a school, because a, that's where you have the most presence, where you have the most draw, but 
you know, are they are they really going to search out? Maybe if they're a once in a lifetime talent, you know, if they're really good, just like that girl from was it Kimberly got sent over or went over to for basketball to UConn, right? It does happen if you're really really good, uh, but if you're really really good, you probably don't even need to go to that ID camp. <laughs> they're gonna find you. Well, that hundred percent correct. And then uh, I saw on Twitter last night, uh, and this is not updated, but it's a it's a list of all the girls from from Wisconsin that have signed. D1, D2, D3, NAIA, and it's amazing that, you know, there's one from Marquette. She's a Kimberly girl. She went to FC Wisconsin. Uh, UWGB's got three, uh, an SC Wave, two SC Waves and a, and a Loon. Um, and then you get to, you know, Wisconsin, Jenna Bauman from school. She was FC Wisconsin. Then you got a Madison 56er, a Chicago Rush, which is in our league. Um, and then you get out of state, and it's it's all Midwest based. It's right. all it, whether it's ECNL or whatever all these leagues we go to, right? ECNL is where people gravitate to walk in, and they they seem to travel all over the country to play. And I get your statement, like you, yes, it does prepare you, but is that highest level needed to go play at South Dakota or you know? Um, Eastern Illinois is, is FC Wave. The big one is this Anna Sikorsky. She played for Muskego. We saw her in the state semifinals. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. Was She's going to Kentucky. But like you said, if you're good enough, they find right. you. But Madison 56ers, um, they have a girl going to Madison. Uh, they've got some high level. Elmbrook, uh, North Shore, uh, DePaul. These are all schools that girls that in our that we play um, are going to. Right. You know, so it's just that, you know, you get to, and I, I talked to Paul the other day, I just said, you know, when you're you're coming up through the rankings and you're 12 and 13 and you're looking on Facebook and there's teams traveling to Iowa and you're like, man, that's going to be great. You know, if we can make Iowa, like, look at that, I bet you're playing unbelievable. And then you're like, I t- Iowa's a home game all of a sudden, right? right? I mean, Austin, you're, you're flying over Iowa to get somewhere and it's all the experience and I think it's great. We're in, right? We're both said yeah. yes. Um, but you wonder at the end of the day is in every kid on our team is different. Me is different than Macy yeah. and they're all different from each other. I just, I, I, you wonder, you know, now you're talking some pretty, some pretty big dollars. And if, uh, where, where does it get us in life? Uh, yeah, well, it's just money, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, who needs stuff when you can have your kids smile? That's right. By the way, I mean, who, you have more kids than I do too. Yeah. By the way, it made me laugh because Amelia was like, "McCleet's got holes, holes in them." I'm like, "Yeah, of course they do. I'm sure, I'm, of course they have holes in them because you know we don't have to pay for anything else." <laughs> God, if they could make. How'd that go? Did she get new cleats no, today? No, she, she, I. She said, I think I can make them work to the end of the year. And I said, yeah, you can. I tell you, it's like we went all in on Macy's cleats because of the turf and they were 300 bucks. And it is, you know, if she hasn't got a knee injury yet, so I'm, I'm counting that as a victory. Right. But I'm like, they better last. They better last a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, you would hope. These are not even a year old. I don't, I'm pretty sure we bought these right before the start of the high school season. And they're already, I mean, I'm just like. Yeah, 
I have jokes about that, but I won't share them here. <laughs> there you go. Paul's got some extra brand new Look at that. He'll sell them Cost plus 10%. <laughs> Transport fee. <laughs> Uh, I will. I will. Might take you up on that. She's a nine and a half, I believe. Women's nine and a half. So we had cleach issues. Nice. I know those issues because Amelia is the one that you know they have to fit perfectly or feel just right. Otherwise, it's a no go. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what my dad told me. Yeah. If they don't fit just right, we'll get you another <laughs> pair. Yeah, no. That never came out of his mouth. I don't think I've ever been more frustrated than when I have to go cleat shopping with Amelia. I, it is the... Yeah, it's unreal. She's just so difficult. I wondered if they might be too big. Her feet are like boats. She should be a barefoot water skier. But I, I, I don't know... I, I, yeah, she, she tries on like 40 different pairs and none of them feel good. And I'm like, whatever, I just can't do this anymore. After an hour and a half, I'm like, we gotta go. I'm done. I can't do this. I'm gonna and I'll make Sarah take her. What cl- what cleats do you think are the most expensive? I mean, I just look at some of the people joining us, and I think Andy Vanderbilt, he's got us. I think it's someplace basketball and baseball, maybe. Andy, speak up, but I think basketball. I mean, basketball gets pricey, yeah. especially for a kid. I mean, my friend's son is six two, and he's in like a freshman. I mean, he's just a tree, and he's got boats. I, I'm guessing it's for for just shoes. Is that what we're just just shoes? Shoes or cleats? Shoes or cleats? I mean, again, it, it all depends on what you're willing to do. Because if I if I want to spend three four hundred bucks on shoes, you can easily do it in almost any sport. I mean, I think basketball. If you if you really want to go into like some really nice, I mean, you can you can spend a lot of money. But I, yeah. I think it just depends on how how willing you are to spend. Because <laughs> you can find something that's really, really expensive, no matter what you do. I don't know. Well, then all of a sudden you got to get your name on them, and I'm like, oh, what, what? Yeah. I just do what I'm told. <laughs> so, anyways, back to our topic initially of, of, of traveling around. Man, I it's something I've been wrestling with too, because I I, I do want to know, like, is it is it worth it? Is it worth going all that way? And I guess we'll find out. I mean, I, and, and again, it all depends on what your kids are interested in, what they want. Do they want, or do they want to play at division one? Do they want to play at division two? You know, I, for those that want to play division three, which by the way, it's a great, great level. My wife played division three soccer. There's nothing wrong with it. It is. Um, I, I honestly don't think you even need to leave the state if you want to play division three. I mean, a lot of those teams, I can think of a couple teams, one that you went to a camp from this summer that you could easily probably walk on and you'd be fine. You know, so it's like. I think I could. I think so, I could. you know, it, like, I, I don't think you have to overthink it. Uh, it just depends on what you're interested in. If you want to play big time soccer, if you're like want to go to a power five or one of the big, big schools, you're probably going to have to travel outside the state and get exposure. You're not, you know, unless you're generational. You're pro- they're probably not going to just come and find you. You're going to have to put some effort into it and go to some of where they are. But it just depends on what you want. You know, if you just want to be a Division II player, you probably could play within the state. You know, a state-level team, you could really work on your game, play regionally maybe, and that's all you probably need to do. Just hit the right camps and you're in good shape. 
Yeah, I do think that D2 is very intriguing, right? Because it's, it's not D1, so it's not – like it's committed, but it's not a D1 program where it's a life. Uh, plus you can get money. Plus they pay you to right. play. Um, so I was uh, talking to a friend tonight. Um, we hosted the Bayport girls tennis team. We had dinner. Um, so my, me and my wife and a friend and his wife, we put on a dinner. Well, we didn't put it on. We took them all to a, a, a townie bar and served them pizza. So that's what we did for the, um, but we were talking, his niece is a volleyball player. D2 got 110%, uh, full ride. Wow. So they took, they took the tuition plus 10% and that paid. So tuition was 38,000. So they gave her an extra five grand for books. Jeez. Or whatever it came to, and I'm like, that's fantastic. So it cost him like five thousand dollars a year to go to a fifty thousand dollar education. That's pretty good. Like that's a win. Yeah, yeah, and that's D two. Um, so there's a but there's no there's only one D two in the state, Parkside. Yeah, Parkside. If mm-hmm. I recall, yeah, and then Minnesota's got a whole bunch, Illinois. Um, so they're out there. That's that's definitely, um. A way to go, but like you said, you can play D three. Um, if you yeah, want to. and I'm not trying. I'm not, and I'm not trying to rip on D three. It's just it is what it is. I mean, there's offer. I guess what I'm saying is, if if you're willing to go to a team that maybe has a little bit more of a down season, you you can find opportunities to see the field. And there are and there are inevitably always teams that are in a transition or whatever. If you're not worried so much about playing for a certain school at a you know a certain program, you can find spots to play, and it's just a matter of if you're willing to build with that team. So, when you look at social media, like a, I follow Claire because um, because Macy went to camp mm-hmm. there. I don't know how I, but they are they are a tight knit group that plays great yep. soccer. Um, they have a blast. It is not a, it's not a job. It's more of a, a camaraderie thing. And they are at team. I mean, it looks like it's a blast. It's kind of like a sorority right. in a way. And there's nothing no. wrong with that. I think that would be fun too. It's, I think it's less pressure. Um, but who yeah. knows? No, agreed. So yeah, I, I think that's, uh, it's definitely something to consider as you, as you think about your own kids, if you're watching this and you have a kid that likes to play whatever sport it is, you know, think about, what you know if they once they get to that age and they can start making decisions about where they want to play and how they want to play and what what's important to them uh that it's definitely part something you should factor in because to your point if you're you know if if d2 sounds good to you where you can get a a, a potentially a free ride and still get a good education and still maybe not have the the high pressure that you know it's a nice little balance right it's a nice blend it's a great opportunity and there's nothing wrong with that and you can do that without being crazy, you can hit some ID camps and play at a good club level and have a lot of success. So good for those girls. Hey, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be because the 06s are up right now, you know, and then the the 07s and then we're up in two years after our junior year. No, we're up. Kind of when dude, we're up. Well, we could start talking next year, but it kind of gives you a full year of, of, Club high school where they take a peek at Correct. you, but the O sevens are up now. Um, because I just know a lot of O sixes are signing yep. now, so I didn't know if they hesitate or if they, you know, 
where Coach well, is at. We're trying to get one on to talk about this. If I remember correctly, isn't Senna Haynes in 06? So I think yeah. initially your big your big 06s yeah. went right away, right? They're the ones that, that go right yeah. away. And then it's kind of like now you're starting to see the rest of them sign their offers. Yeah, and then because the girl I talked about, the few girls at Illinois Springfield, they are 06s right. also. Okay. They're going into their senior year signed. Now, you you can still go through your senior year and get signed. They always say, oh, we're not looking for 06s. I don't buy that right. one bit. They need you. Yeah. They need you. They want you. Agreed. They want you. Yeah, I've got a, uh, one of our one of Plus, our girls is uh, in talks with a, a big school, and they basically said we wouldn't give you a scholarship. She's not worried about it because she doesn't need it. Um, but they, they're like, we'll give you, we, we'll let you do basically a preferred walk-on and that's a division one school. Yeah. So th- those opportunities are out there for seniors. She's a senior right now. So that, that is a possibility if you're willing to, you know, be a preferred walk-on, but the scholarships have dried up for division one at this point is my understanding for seniors. I won't. Yeah. I wonder what that, that preferred walk-on is like, you know, what does that even mean? Like, like you're a mm-hmm. walk-on but you're preferred. Like, you get to go to the front of the line. Like, doing drills, you get to go first. I mean, like, doesn't doesn't guarantee you no. anything, right? It's just you're preferred. It's like at Disney, you buy the fast pass, but then somebody buys the faster pass. Right. And then some guy comes in and buys the super-duper fast pass, and you're like, I was preferred, but... Now I'm not that preferred. Speaking of which, this is a real quick story. Did I tell you about what we saw at Disney the last time we were there? Oh, man. They they were like, we get to Disney, we get to Universal Studios, right, which has Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror and all those. We get there, and they're like, we have got a game plan. Sarah's got a game plan. Remember, she's the planner. This is what we're doing. We're going to hit this ride, this ride, because we're in there before it's it's open. We go to Rock and Roller Coaster, which if you've never been, it's an awesome ride. Very short, but very fun. And it's closed. And they're like, it's down for maintenance. We're like, down for maintenance? It's like first thing in the morning. Like, how's it down for maintenance? Down for maintenance, right? We're, we're kind of hanging around. They're like, out the gate. They're like, don't come. Don't, don't form a line. It's going to be down for a long time. Just leave, right? Just nothing to see here. So we're kind of milling around because we go to Tower of Terror and we come back and we see... Also, there's like a group in there, and we're like, "What the hell is this group?" And it wasn't down for maintenance. There was a VIP group that had rented it for the first hour, and they had it to themselves. And then they kind of let them out. And then, as soon as they let them out, I said, "Honey, you just wait. This thing's going to open wide open." Because you saw them all. This, it was like a group of like ten people, and all of a sudden they come out, and like five minutes later, rides open. Oh, everything's fixed. Like you are kidding me. They, they, ran, they rented that thing for a full hour. It was just them. They probably rode it like 10 times, and then they're done. I was like, man, that is a – What do you think I, that I want to know. I'm like, what does that cost? Because I'm just looking right. at them. And you know how you can look at people and you're like, yeah, they probably got some money. These people had some money. They they had their they had that little, like, you know, sweater pulled over, tied in a knot. <laughs> you know, like, you could tell they had some cash. And they're like, they're not giving a private tour. <laughs> like – uh, like showing them the place they rented that thing. I, I, and it was just kind of funny because you hear about that stuff all the time. That's what it was. And they were like, "Yeah, it's it's down for maintenance, my butt." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to be that guy that can rent out a, the whole ride by my. Just, Probably cost like 
I'd rent probably cost like five grand or something for an hour. That'd be my guess, or more. Right. So, anyways, sorry. Thing is, they didn't lose any no. money. Disney never loses well. money. <laughs> you just had to stand there and watch people That's have not fun. True. Yeah. But they they don't yeah, lose true, money on the ride. <laughs> anyways. Now, will you be going to Disney when no, you're in Orlando? That's not happening. No. Not happening at all. That trip is costing enough already. Let's, we're not putting salt on the wound. We're going to sit in the hotel room or at the soccer field. Yeah, nothing else. So. Load up on breakfast goods. Amen, brother. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, sorry to sidetrack there, but yeah, Paul says D ones usually go first in in yeah the junior spring of, of junior year, and the next level goes summer into the senior year. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, it, he brought up a point. So preferred walk on. He's saying yeah, no money. Yeah, recruited but no money. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I told you that scam. Yeah. Right? You, so this whole tell the fans. Scam. So. Paul did all the research. I'm not going to take any credit. Paul does all this research. There's 20 teams in our age group down in Florida when we go. They're going to break us into five groups of four. The top three of each group move on. So let me repeat that. There's five groups of four. Three move on. So that means five teams don't doesn't will not move on. Everybody wins. What moving on means is we go back in February to Orlando. Now, we're not supposed to root against our children. But it's like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, come on. Three teams out of four make it. That is the most asinine thing. That is ever. asinine. And didn't, would you break down the math? You did some math before. Is that math you want to share? Well, that's Paul's math. I'll be honest. Like, I well, said, yeah, I don't Paul's, do any of this. Paul's as we've established a genius. But, but, but you were you were doing some math. You and Paul. Let's just let's just say you and Paul were doing some math on on some All things. Right. Now, was this for the tournament down in Florida? Okay. Yes. So just run a run a few numbers so, here past the people. Um, so the USYS, the U.S. Soccer League, um, has invited 350 teams to uh, the conference playoffs. Yeah. Um, average, say, 18 players per team. Um, it's a stand play. So if USYS gets a kickback, you're probably getting $20 a night. Just saying that. Maybe um, more, maybe less, but let's say 20 Maybe more, maybe less. It's, so it's likely three nights. So he said 350 teams times 18 times um, 14. Oh, that would be the, uh, what did he say the $14 was? But it doesn't matter. That's $88,000. Okay. And then you multiply that by three. That was per night times three is, is a quarter million dollars that the USYS is going to pull in just for having these teams stay in the hotel. Jump change. Um, jump change. And then it's a team fee of $3,200. So there's 350 teams times 3,200 is $1.12 million. So the United States Youth Soccer League is going to bring in $1.5 million approximately before anybody touches the ball. So that's pretty good business. For three days. Now, three days. Now, Paul said, all right, now let's talk about sweatshirts. 
Um, there's 6,300 players. Let's say 70, 70% get a T-shirt or a sweatshirt. That's 4,410 players. At $90, that's 400 grand. They get a cut, let's say, of $30. So they clear a quarter million dollars in just sweatshirts. And then his line is, we are in the wrong business. And I am like, no kidding. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You, when you sent that over on the text chain, I think it was Jake that was like, Jeremy should do that instead of an ice cream truck. And I'm not going to lie, that was that was discussed and it was talked about because I'm like, we looked in, we actually looked into how do you do these like heat presses and they're not super expensive. Those heat, I looked up some of those heat presses. Now the good ones, maybe you could get a heat press for like 400 bucks. The good ones maybe are like 1500, but you could end up getting three, four of those. For, I could have probably spent the same amount of money that I did to fix up my truck. And I could have fixed up one of these things where we just drive around and do T-shirts. And, and it's unbelievable the amount of profit revenue that around those. You buy a whole pack of you just blank shirts that you can get for a pretty good deal. I think when we looked it up, those shirts, you could buy like just T-shirts. They were like 12 bucks a piece for a blank T-shirt. And then you put a you heat press something on it. And next thing you know, you're charging 50 bucks or what is it? 35 to 50 bucks for those. Um the markup on them is yeah. unbelievable. I mean, it's it's a good deal. Oh, I mean, you sell a hundred t-shirts, you're going to make three yeah. grand, and a hundred t-shirts can take you a couple right. hours. Yeah, like that's crazy. It is crazy business. business now. So when you start to add, and that's what I'd rather not know. And I've told Paul this. And we Don't tell that. me. That's where you'd rather not know that information, <laughs> right? Because it's just like all it does is make you mad. And it really turns you off to use sports. You're like, what are we doing? But $90 for a sweatshirt. That is unbelievable. But you remember you get your number on the back and you get like that something on the What sleeve. else do you get with it? Oh, it is. You're right. It's just a. What else do you. You get a bowl of Supra. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> like that. $90. Well, there was a point there. We have a sweatshirt from every tournament we in, and then we finally just said, hey, maybe we take a – like, state cup. I said, Macy, win state cup. She gets state tournament. Um, wow. So there's – also no name or number. That's, Holy cow. That's not I, – I just – but – But you're feeding your, – yeah, you're feeding on parents, right? You're feeding on people getting excited. Their kids made the regional round of right. VP. and – but but here's the thing. As much as we make fun of it and knock it, people pay it, and and so that's and so in the world of capitalism, supply and demand. If the demand is there, you know it's like beat it. what are you gonna do? So yeah, I yeah. That, I mean, so good for them. I mean, there's some people making bank making t-shirts. Seems like a pretty decent gig. A gig. Maybe I just uh, quit teaching and just travel around the country, go to these ID camps, just set up shops, say, hey, I'll give you a little bit of the cut. I charge. <laughs> I mean, I'm real. You know my, dad, my dad had a good friend that invented the uh, magnet clean. It was, a, it was a magnet that cleaned both sides of your windows at the same time. Yes. And he went to the fairs, and I couldn't make it more than two fairs. Like, 
can you imagine going every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sitting in the hot sun, selling T-shirts and sweatshirts to dads like us who are just complaining, like, this is ridiculous. Goddamn. Here's your card. And it's just (laughs) constant. Yeah, here's here's me. But, and then to pack up, go home for 40, and then do it again. Like, I just couldn't do it. I, 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 here's where I could do it. I could do it if I didn't have, cause I would feel terrible disrupting the kids. If the kids were moved away and Sarah and I were like, Hey, this is our life now. And we're just in between the gigs. We just kind of travel and see, you know, those four days in between you travel and then you just kind of hang out and check out the place. I could do that. But if, if, if there were kids, if there were, if there were kids involved right? and it was like, you're, you're running back and forth, it's too much. You can't do it. Don't you think you're going kettle corn instead of t-shirts, though? That guy makes. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. There's that's that stuff is not expensive. But at five bucks a bag, you got to sell. No. But I'd eat a lot of it. Yeah. So, anyways, all I'm all I'm hearing out of this is I'm my prices are too low. I'm gonna I'm gonna jack my prices next year. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Why not? Uh. It's crazy. $90 for a sweatshirt. Dude, I can't get over that. I won't even pay 30 for one that I wear. Right? I go to the outlet. Yeah, I'm a cheap day. Because I yeah. spill and I... Ugh. Yeah. It's not going to look good either way, so I might as well pay less for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's unreal. Start going to rub and, and Paul is exactly correct. It'll be 20 deep. You go to that apparel truck this weekend. Every time I've gone to that apparel truck, you have to stand in line for 15 minutes just to get your your, your sweatshirt. It is always packed. Well, did you see there was that food truck last year? Yeah, El yeah, Diablo? yeah. So we went. We each got something. It was $55. Wow. It was that good. And it was me, my wife, and my daughter. Like that's good. <laughs> it was fifty-five bucks. I mean, it was they had me right because it was <laughs> Diablo. I don't know what that means. Devil. But I went all in with the nachos. Yeah. The devil. Yeah, it was the devil. All right, stealing me money. Um, but if he's back, I might go back. <laughs> Have you ever? Do you ever watch Jim Gaffigan? When he oh, talks about Jimmy the donut Gaffigan. and he goes to that donut place and he's like. He buys the donut, and they, they're like, that'll be $5. And he's like, oh, I just wanted one. He's like, that's for one. And then the guy looks at him, he's like, gotcha, tubby. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought of. <laughs> so true. He is great. There's some really, yeah. Hi, yeah, hot fire. But it, you're, yeah, it, and you're you're not wrong, and because they know they have you, and so the I, the, for example, this weekend I was at uh, Wanaki, went to the food truck. It was a Mexican food truck, which uh, usually is fairly easy to produce. My son wanted to get a bean burrito, so I get the bean burrito. I'm like, you know what? I'm not that hungry, but I'll get a. They had fish tacos. I'm like, I'll get a fish taco. Now I will mention they did not have any prices listed on the truck. That should have been my first clue. Like, don't do this. There's no prices listed on the truck i got the, the fish taco i'm not joking you like it was only that big if you can see it was literally that big it was like three inches long and it was like two inches maybe an inch and a half tall that's all it was 
And Oliver got a bean burrito, which was probably yay, right? Was, I think it was $16 or, or something like that. So I'm like, I got an appetizer, basically, which was exciting. But it was 16 bucks for, I'm like, that's got to be a pretty good profit margin. So those food trucks, man, they know they have you because your, op- your options are drive somewhere or it's right here. Convenience, right? What do you want? Yeah. And then they were selling popsicles. Popsicles, dude. Like a, just a normal popsicle. $4 a popsicle. That's markup. That's a good business right there. Just make popsicles. Sell them for 4 bucks a pop. You know, and, and I don't get mad. I just don't buy it, but I'm like that. I got to get in that business. You want to know my idea? This Sarah and I had this idea a long time ago. You take liquid nitrogen and I've actually, this is a real thing too. You make alcoholic drinks and you put them as popsicles and you freeze them in liquid nitrogen. And then you have an alcoholic popsicle and you sell it on demand. So like old fashioned popsicle, boom, here you go. Then you can eat it. Pretty good idea. How fast instantaneous because it it, it's at absolute zero so it's like negative 300 degrees so you, you put it in and the freezing point on alcohol is like 32 negative 32 or something like that so when you drop it in it's like you leave it for like 20 seconds and it's it's rock it's frozen and then you hand it out pretty good paul saying he has those what? on the boat but he's talking probably the ones from costco you're talking about yeah any cocktail, any cocktail you put it in and deep freeze it I think that'd be a great. Where do we get this so-called freezing? <laughs> I think that'd stuff? be pretty fun, but but you'd like have to. Well, we have it on the farm because we stored bull semen in it. <laughs> so I've I've used a lot of that stuff because you're you're literally the liquid nitrogen. We play with it as kids. Ooh. Not the bull. <laughs> right, not the bull semen. Okay. <laughs> we use that. We use that for right. other things. <laughs> but no, I. <laughs> It's not that crazy. Like you can find it almost anywhere, but I, I, I didn't know they had those things and freezes them. Okay. That's pretty cool. She makes them on the boat. I like it. Yeah, no, I know they sell like a freezy pop at, but I think you're talking something that's kind of got some magic to it, right? You kind of mix it in front of somebody. And then freeze and it. Boom. boom. Here you go. Twelve bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. $15 <laughs> or whatever. But but then you box, but then you'd have expensive. to have a liquor license. You'd have to have like oh man, it'd be I don't know. Now you don't. You just you just run until you get caught. And then you're like <laughs> oh man, I didn't know the rules. Then you shut it down. And you change the name from Jeremy and Toby to Toby and Jeremy, and they'll be like, what? Where'd this guy come from? Yeah, we could do that. Just boot, <laughs> bootleg alcoholic popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do this. We have no plans. Don't steal our idea, please. Right. <laughs> so anyways, that was um, severely off topic. But yes, the food vendors at these places are crazy. I. But everything's crazy. So you can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, I don't, I don't grub hub. I don't do any of that. I have no idea. Yeah. I, so. Oh, well. Dude, that, that, that brings up I mean, another that, point. That, the that. the DoorDash or whatever. My my son, who's you know learning in life about things. We were gone one day, and he decided to order Taco Bell, literally down the road from DoorDash because he was hungry. And I'm like, dude, just make a sandwich. So he did this, and I didn't. I'm like, it's your money, man. You earned it. You spend it how you want. He got one, 
two burritos, I think, or two like things from Taco Bell. You take a gander at how much that total bill cost him. Give me what? I mean, I have no idea. Like nine bucks, ten bucks, twenty-five. And he was like, and I was like, holy crap! People actually do this. They do DoorDash delivered to their house for Taco Bell for twenty-five dollars. <laughs> like, wow! I don't feel bad about it. A ten dollar ice cream nacho all of a sudden. <laughs> I I could see if you lived in a major city, right? I mean, but in Stevens Point, insane, but twenty seven dollars for a ta- two tacos? Like, are you kidding me? Get out of here! Did he ever <laughs> do it again? Well, I think I think the only reason he did it is I shamed him. I was like, dude, I I said it's your money. You can do whatever you want, but that's crazy. I would never pay that for Taco Bell. That's like. You could have gone and sat down at a nice Mexican restaurant and gotten. <laughs> right? I mean. But anyways, 100%. yeah. It, it's so, to your point with that DoorDash stuff, I, I just can't get over how expensive it is, but people are willing to do it. So, capitalism, right? I heard people make Supply a demand. on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, not here. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, yeah, so maybe we, maybe, maybe we're going to have to just take this on the road and. And and start our own truck. No, well, we're starting. We're we're going to start selling T-shirts, uh, dude. If I could ever t-shirts. figure that out, I I don't know, even know how to. I needed to learn how to do graphic design. Is what I need to learn how to do. We'll get uh. there. We'll get there. I do too. I th- we've got some great ideas. We just got to really dial it in. We do have the store made, but if it does. Yes, but I do want a shirt with the podcast yeah. logo on the back. That's what I figure. If we make all our shirts and they all have their podcast logo on the back, uh, and then we could put some whimsical sayings on the front. I want it just where it says Toby with a big arrow pointing up. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Who I am. <laughs> Liquorhead. I always saw it in college, Liquorhead with a big arrow. That was a good one. Yeah. We'll get there, but I like the podcast logo, so I think. Uh, did Jake ever send no, us a new one? No, he didn't. He's a he's a he's did a busy, I he's a busy no. man. Yeah, is he? Is he touchy? I mean, because he, I think I struck a nerve when I deleted. I should have never deleted it. That's my fault, Jake. I apologize. Well, you went into our email and cleaned house. I mean, not only did you delete it, but you deleted it I from thought- deleted. Like it, like you went into the trash and you were like empty, 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 gone. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought that it was just my phone that those were on. I didn't think I was deleting the the company's profile and the documentation. But if you look in there now, there's like seventy five unopened emails that I'm not touching. Like I'm afraid to. Like I'm like. Well, now we're starting to get business. a bunch of garbage. So it is what it is. But. That's kind of always been garbage, except for Jake's email. I mean, that's the one important thing. Yeah, we've had a few nice customers, our, our, our fans that have reached out, but yeah, generally it's it's been a it's been yes. a lot of you know spamming type stuff. So, so anyways, if you have something, yeah, if you have something browser. interesting to share, here's we're gonna shelve this topic till next week. But for those of you that actually are listening and watch this, send us some of your best fan gear, things that you you love and can't uh, do without chairs uh, you know stuff cold weather gear like maybe where you can sit inside it and it's a little bit warmer heaters whatever it is gloves coats 
what is it that, that, that like is a must have if you are a fan uh, for uh, your your viewing pleasure? So tell me what it is you're gonna you're gonna spend your money on because we would love to know what those are and uh, maybe tell everybody else what those items are as well. Yeah, yeah. I need a I need a chair. Um, those bleachers are are they are rough. rough for high school season. So I'm looking for. I don't know if I want the, the arms more or less than I need yeah. a back. But I'm with you. And I'll tell you what. One thing I learned this last. I knew that the spring obviously gets cold, but in the high school season, it seemed like it was even worse because it starts a little earlier than than club. It was terrible. And it was like, man, I need stuff for cold weather. I need to find some stuff that is comfortable because it was miserable. I was cold. There were so many games this spring that I was just miserable. Yeah, we went to the Bayport boys game last night against Hornville, and it was it was it was chilly. I mean, it wasn't spring cold, but it was. Um, it yeah, was, it, was, it was a nice night, so that'd be nice. I don't know why we don't play in. Football. I wish we did. Minnesota does. Yeah, a lot of state like because Paul was saying that the the teams that are going to um, Orlando, I think, are the spring soccer because we have to play. We play in December, then we play in February, and then we won't play until like right June. So where the other teams play at different times because they play fall gotcha. soccer. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think we've lost all of our followers. They're, they've given up on us. So, time to land the plane, I think. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, come on. It's not that late. Ooh, it's not I'm bad. God, I got sophomores to deal with tomorrow. Well, we will see you uh, Saturday morning. We are on field one if uh, you guys want to come down and watch the uh, – two-time out of three state champions uh, take on the FC Iowa from Iowa. I don't know what city. doesn't matter. Um, but it'll be – no. And then the 4 o'clock game we take on uh, our executive director, Eric, and his own nine loons. Um, that's going to be a big game. There's a lot of trash talk coming from their side of the fence, uh, a lot of bulletin board material on us. We are playing it cool and coast – Close to the vest. Um, we are practicing hard, head down. Paul said, of course, we're on field one. Well, they put right. the vest on one. It is what it is. And you got, you know, you got to win. You got to win state championships, and then you're treated like royalty. Well, no, you're not. But um, so we'll see you at the ballpark, yes, sir. right? We will be there. Looking forward to it. It's going to be by, fun. By the, yeah, by the two day pass because we're going for championships. Right. What color is the pass? Can I make my own? I don't know. I really don't know. But I'll give you the old screenshot. It's just <laughs> written in pen. Two day pass. <laughs> uh, I'll put it like a fake QR code on there and everything. Make it look. Uh, I would never do that. Yeah, rumor has it we're going to go to. No. But a lot of people park cross street. I'm not doing that. It's right. really good to go to the club. They, they have kept our prices so low. We need to give back in another way. I mean, you go to Lambo, it's $50, $50 park at Lambo now. $50. $50. And the houses around Lambo are $50. Wow. 
This inflation stuff is amazing. Yeah. Unreal. And maybe you could get your t-shirt business and your ice cream business at Lambo while you charge parking. I mean, you could work two weeks a year. Tell you what. Hey, there's a reason that I didn't just make my LLC the name of the company. It's its its own entity. And we're doing business as because there's going to be branches, baby. Branches. Right? <laughs> Smart. All right. Smart. Let's wrap this baby up. Toby, it's been fun. Uh, we will see you on Saturday. Go Loons. Go Spash. Go Bayport. Let's get her done. All right, man. We'll see you then. All right, bye.